This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. I read this in USA Today, and I could not believe it. Uh, This is from Paul Singer. Paul Singer is the um, Washington correspondent for USA Today. He says, once upon a time, Glenn Beck was right and I was very wrong. It was early March 2003 and Beck, the conservative radio talk show host, was just beginning his meteoric rise. I was the head of the Cleveland Bureau of the Associated Press, responsible for the wire services coverage across Northeast Ohio. Beck had called for a series of rallies nationwide, with Cleveland being one of the first to rally for America to stand as a counterpart to anti-war protests going on in the country to respond to U.S. preparations for an invasion of Iraq. Beck said these were not ideological events rather than patriotic displays. There was a distinct conservative consciousness that ran through them, and they became a way for conservatives to stand up across the country and say, hey, we are here too. Beck said at the time, I firmly support the right of all Americans to express their views on the war in Iraq or anything else. Um, uh, Let's see. The rallies were grassroots events funded by dollar donations from listeners, but they quickly got national notice. By April, the National Conservative Group had joined in and held a rally for America in D.C., featuring reading of letters of President George W. Bush, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Fred Thompson, uh, blah, blah, blah. Looking back, Beck's protests were an early seed of the Trump movement. These were largely white, largely working class rallies featuring aggressive flag draped patriotism. And while they were relatively small, the Cleveland event had 8,000 people, they were also relatively large. It is hard to get 8,000 people together for a political event outside in Cleveland in early March. Remember the look of that ice in the river, how cold it was that day. Ultimately, more than 150 people attended the Rallies for America events in a bunch of flyover states. 150,000. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm sorry. 150,000. Anyway, I didn't assign anyone to cover the Cleveland rally. There were a lot of reasons that made sense. For starters, it was Saturday afternoon, blah, 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 blah. And third, rally organizers made no media outreach Um, But these are all lame excuses. It would have been easy to find out where and when the rally was being held and assign somebody to cover it or even head over myself. But I decided not to bother because it didn't seem like much of a thing. So the AP wire had no national story about the protests that first weekend. By Monday morning, conservatives were complaining that AP had ignored the rallies for political reasons, which was not true at all. We had ignored the rallies because I was too dumb to pay attention to them. I feel if we have paid more attention then, we might have better understood the Tea Party in 2010 and Trump's support this year. It's worth noting that Beck despises Trump and refused to endorse him and has suggested uh, that his election would be a possible extinction-level event for capitalism. But 13 years ago, Beck tapped into the same stream of patriotism and outsider anger that Trump has turned into rocket fuel for his extraordinary presidential campaign. 
As I returned to Cleveland this weekend for the convention to crown Donald Trump as presidential nominee of the Republican Party, I find my th- myself thinking of this stunning development that it would be easier to understand had I gone to the Beck rally in t- 2003. Obviously, Beck understood something I com- missed completely. Apparently he missed uh, Washington, D.C. in 2010 with 500,000 people, too. Yeah. Well, so listen to this. So I just, wrote, I just wrote an open letter. I just posted this on Facebook. I wrote an open letter to that writer, Paul Singer, USA Today's Washington correspondent. Paul, five years ago, I left Fox disillusioned. I really thought if I could make a good case of what was coming, backed up by facts and a decent track record of seeing over the horizon... Smart people like you would listen and begin to dig into what I was finding. I was wrong. Perhaps it was my fault in trying to gather the largest audience I could and make five-hour series on topics like Woodrow Wilson, Road to Serfdom, The Founders, and even Gandhi and MLK. Perhaps I put too much show in my business, and the people who already didn't see the world the way I did were less likely to take me serious. This is why, almost three years ago, I made the rounds on every TV network and show that would have me to apologize for my role in dividing the country. That was never my intent, but it was part of the result. I am so deeply sorry to say that I did play a role in the trouble we're now seeing in our families, states, and parties. I had hoped that that moment of self-reflection would lead other people like you those in the media, politicians, special interest groups, and average Americans, to spend a moment and ponder what role they may have played in getting us where we are. Because like it or not, if I had never been born, we would still be here. We did this to ourselves, all of us. It didn't just happen. And unfortunately, the self-reflection from others didn't happen either. Most pounced and heaped the blame on me, but not a second of self-reflection. Paul, I can't thank you enough for being honest and admitting that you did miss something. I'm sure it took a lot out of you to write that. I don't know you, and I don't know if you like or respect me at all, but frankly, it doesn't matter because this is way bigger than us, and we are, as a nation, as a people, running out of time. It seems there are many people in your boat, but you are the only one asking How did I miss this? Perhaps the question now should be, if I may be so bold, what am I missing right now? I doubt you're missing feeling it. I believe we're all feeling it. Something is coming, and it stands a very good chance of ripping us apart in ways we have not seen since the 1850s. When I left Fox... I did a few vents that no one from the AP or USA Today or anywhere paid attention to. 824, restoring courage in Jerusalem. 15,000 people joined me on the temple steps as the first Christian to speak there at a public event since the Romans ruled. The message was, know your principles and have the courage to stand by them, come what may. The next summer, I led 50,000 people to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium in the first spoken word event to ever be sold out in that venue. It was called Restoring Love. It was a two-day event based around service. The largest service project ever organized in U.S. history took place that weekend. The message there was, there's a vast divide and hatred is growing. We must restore love and serve one another, especially those who think they hate us. 
we must begin to serve and repair this divide. Last year in Birmingham, I led what the city claimed was the largest civil rights march since MLK. It was an event called Restoring Unity. All day, people met from all over the country, different faiths, income, color, and ages, to begin to restore unity based on simple principles that we all have in common. Two years ago, I saw what was coming on the streets, in the clubs, in the LGBT, uh, LGBTQ community. I asked for a meeting in New York City with GLAD, and I practically begged them to work with me to reach out to people on all sides to stand for the basic human right of homosexuals to live. They wanted to argue about wedding cakes. In 2012, I stated clearly and repeatedly that the summer of 2016 would be 1968. It would be the summer of rage. I called the GOP leadership. I spoke about it in the media until literally I had no voice left last summer. No one wanted to think the unthinkable. Well, here it is. What is coming is profound and honestly the most frightening event in my lifetime and perhaps the history of our country. If we don't begin to listen to one another, love and serve one another, it will be the most devastating series of events the world has ever known. Look at the interview that Frank Luntz did this weekend with Bill Maher. Like him or hate him, Frank is one of the best pollsters in the country. He sees the danger that is coming as well. Bill just wanted the crowd to cheer. Bill just wanted to win. No one is listening, and that is the problem. People everywhere are feeling the same three things. I don't feel like I even belong to my own country anymore. No one is listening to me, and I don't have any simple controls over my own life. It explains Trump. It explains Brexit. It explains ISIS. It explains Tunisia. And it explains the assassination of cops in our streets today. But it doesn't have to be this way. With just a simple return to reason, principles, decency, and unity, we cannot just restore the American dream, but we can chart a new course that is far beyond anything our founders could have ever dreamt. The future is ours. The world is going to change in deep, lasting, and profound ways. But what we do right now will make all of the difference. We must stop trying to win. We must stop trying to be right. We must stop pointing the finger at all those who were wrong. We must move toward what MLK called reconciliation. Paul, you didn't cause this, nor did I. We all did, however, together, everyone on the planet. But 10% of just those in this country can tip the scales and lead us to safety and a much brighter future. Perhaps it begins with just the two of us. I would like to invite you down to my studio complex in Dallas. Spend the day with me and my team. Don't write a story. Just listen and let me listen to you. I think I need to perhaps listen to you as you are one of the few brave men alive in the media today. One who will actually take the time to reflect, to question, and find the truth 
no matter where it might take you. Where will your next question or decision take you? An open letter to Paul Singer, USA Today's Washington correspondent. We... Everybody's going to be talking about politics. And everybody's going to be talking about Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. For those who will listen, I want you to know, and I would say this if Ted Cruz were going to be the candidate, neither one of those candidates will lead us to safety. They will not provide the answer. The answer must come from us. There is trouble coming. And the more we spend our time and putting our faith in a man or a woman in Washington the less time we will have to fix this problem. The answer is so simple. It is so simple that no one will want to do it. No one will think that that will make the difference. But it is the only answer. And it is returning yourself and being responsible for yourself And as the officer said two weeks before he was shot down in Baton Rouge over the weekend, we cannot let hate infect our hearts. We must stand for truth. We must stand for justice. We we cannot falter on that. We cannot compromise those things. Now is the time that people will be able to look back and say, wait a minute, He told the truth when it was really hard to tell the truth. He wasn't just going along because he thought his side could win. Now is the time that people will remember. Are you a leader or not? I am a big fan of disruptive ideas, and this year, Casper Mattresses is on the top of my list. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I love sleeping on my Casper Mattress. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at an unbelievably fair price. It combines springy latex and supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. And better yet, it breathes so you don't wake up drenched in sweat. Time Magazine named it one of the best inventions of 2015. In fact, it's now the most awarded mattress of the decade. Try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your home. And if you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund everything. Imagine that, a company so confident that their product is what you want, that they'll offer a 100% refund. Made in America, with free shipping and returns to U.S. and Canada. Get $50 off of any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash glen and use the promo code glen. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to casper.com slash glen, casper.com slash glen, Glenn. 